Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. number two of the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine. I'm Terry Stacy. Glad you're all here with us today. Denny Smith is to my right. Good morning, Terry Lynn. Thanks for being here, Denny. I like being here. I understand we're going to have some witches today. Oh boy, this is so fun. It is October 22nd. Happy birthday, Mama. My mom's having a birthday today. I've never called her Mama. Oh boy. <laughs> She'll say, That's who's that on radio? Kylan Talley is here. She's known as Wisp out at Zubu. <laughs> the Witch of the Wind. The Hi. Witch of the Wind. With orange hair. Go follow us on Facebook, First Day with Terry Stacy, and you can find other pictures of witches on our Facebook page. She is, by the way, uh, working today. I if am. you're headed out to Zubu, she's say working hi. today. Stop and see. you'll see her as you enter into the Zubu. Uh, it is the 77th the 77th historic Irvington Halloween Festival. It has Denny, have you ever been? I have not. It, Kylan, have you? I wish. You would fit in. You both would. Everybody fits in. It is just, it is the most fun festival, and it has begun and should be on your bucket list of events to attend sometime in your life. The Spooky Organ Concert is tonight at 6 o'clock at Our Lady of Lords. Seance and readings at the Irvington Lodge on Tuesday. It all leads up to the very best Halloween street fair on the planet on Saturday. IrvingtonHalloween.com for a complete list of events all week long. One of the true treasures of the community is the Black Hats Society of Historical Irvington. And we welcome to the show the Public Relations Coordinator, Allison <laughs> Weisenberger. Allison, how are you? Hello, great. Thank you for having me. We are so glad to get a chance to talk to you. How long have you been a part of the society? So I joined when we first formed in 2016. Um, there was like a Facebook call out on the neighbor's page for like who wants to do um a dance at uh, Sleepy Stories and Spooky Stories and uh, a flash mob and dances, dresses witches. And I was like, yes, yes, I want to do that very much. Wow. And um, we started about a month before and started practicing. And um, we performed Thursday night at a night out in Sleepy Hollow, which is always the Thursday night before the day of the festival. And then on the festival, uh, we got to participate in the uh, parade and dance do our performance again and it was so much fun and it just steamrolled into more and you know we were like no we can't stop now <laughs> so today we are a 5013c um, and we do a lot of events and fundraising for places in our community so um, it's really taken flight from that first fun dance yeah it <laughs> but, sounds like it um, 
we are actively practicing and ready for another performance this Thursday in um, in the parade on Saturday. In the parade, and it's one of the best parades you'll ever see. And you've never seen so many fantastic costumes and everything. And the, and the animals are dressed up. The people the are just creativity is like, yeah. Everyone's in costume. And, animals, right. Families. It is, is a sight to behold. Yeah. And, and then there's you all. And then there's the society, the Black Hat Society. And um, how many strong are you? How many how many witches are there? Um, I think we're around 100. Oh, my uh, God. Members. 100 witches? Uh-huh. At this point, yeah. it, it can um, come and go. We um, start having it in January um, is when we have like open enrollment. There you go, Kylie. And then after that, we kind of close it off because once we start performing or practicing for certain performances, you know, it's hard to start trying to get new people into. So, Allison, this is um, Denny Smith. Do you have apprentice witches and journeyman witches and like master witches? <laughs> well, um, there's not anything like that except when you are new, you get assigned um, an older, like not older, but someone who's been in the group longer an as your kind of witch. roommate yeah. to help you along <laughs> um, to know about, you know, costume ideas or tips and tricks and, you know, where to go for this performance. And so, yeah, you have a, you have a buddy to help you. <laughs> you started. talk about that open enrollment and all of these people joining and it's grown so much. What do they have to do to actually become part of the society? Is there an induction that they have to go through like a fraternity or a sorority? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a weird, you know, <laughs> um, it's just, there's a form that you fill out and um, to, in January we make a post. And then if you're interested in joining, there's just a form that, you know, your basic information, um, things that you're interested in your hobbies and stuff like that and then there's um you know we have a annual membership dues and you know liability forms you sign and and then you're in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it's you not, have this... there's no secret ceremony <laughs> see kylan is is wisp out at the uh, zubu and she's a beautiful witch and uh she's really wants to be she's checked out to the society i think she really would like to become <laughs> a part so of it cool. kylan go ahead i'm sorry your next question well even seeing the pictures of you guys there's so many different types of witches it's not all the oh, same yeah. uniform it's not anything like that and heck some of the everyone yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of even the pictures of the hats, not all of you have black hats necessarily. Are there any of those re- types of requirements where you have to have a black hat, you have to have a bicycle? A ward on no, your nose? No. Um, some people wear headdresses. Uh, hats are not a requirement. There's all sorts of creative things going. The basic essence is that you're, you know, a witch of some kind. And um, we're not all actual witches. We come from many religious backgrounds and stuff. It's a theatrical Right, theatrical witches. So there's no basic requirement except to bring your creativity and positivity and love of Halloween. Well, not being an ordinary witch and being a witch of the wind, Wisp, (laughs) I am loving this society. Hey, I have a question. Yeah, we would love to have you. (laughs) Yeah, she'd be good. Allison, do, do you guys share potions or do you share spells? I think I he's mean, got it all wrong, Allison. I, 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 he, he doesn't. There, he thinks... We do. We do have classes where we do fun, you know, <laughs> all, throughout the year. We'll yeah, do like buddy. things together and uh, oh, dinner club and this. stuff. Do you share? Do you share toads? And recipes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with toads. Well, toads are, you know, I would. No one would just share their personal toad like that. 
Jenny. You I know like Allison. Allison. Allison is there, she's there, really cool. Being, they're creatures. They're, you want to just give away your toad. <laughs> yeah, it's a. They are really a sight to behold. I, they always bring me such happiness when I see them. And that's the truth. When I see them coming, whether that's in Irvington or I've seen you. You know, you do a lot of events outside of Irvington and parades and such. And um, what do you, you know, really? What do you love about about this society? Because I know it's it's a nonprofit, and you're also giving back to the community in a lot of ways. Yeah, that that has definitely kept me around the most i mean i love dressing up i love getting to express myself and um make fun costumes but the ability to give back to the community to be involved to you know like last year we raised eight thousand dollars for joy's house oh my gosh so eight thousand we're and then oh for uh, joy's house our so day center <laughs> you know we yeah. are actually putting back into the community too you so are. and that's you are a That's good witch. Really important to me. She's a good witch. What type of, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kylan. Well, you've talked about how it began and how you've been there through it all. Do you have any future things that you're looking forward to that you might be changing or new events that you might be a part of? Anything like that? Well, everything that we do kind of stems from the brains of our members. So um, who knows what in store because we have so many people and so many good ideas so it's really about who's who's going to come up next with the next thing and then we'll all execute <laughs> so the possibilities are endless with that many members and creative mind so we will definitely see you with the black hat society of historical irvington at the street fair coming up and as you said thursday night too you'll be out and about yes thursday night um a night out of sleepy hollow at the South Audubon Circle. And then um, also at the festival on Saturday at noon is our cackling contest. You can find us at the corner of Audubon and Bana, um, where we have three categories, adults, children, and black hat member cackling contest. And you can go to our Facebook page, uh, the Black Hat Society of Historic Irvington, um, to register for the cackling contest. Uh, Let me hear you cackle. Oh, was that what you were going to ask too, it Kylie? Can was. we hear you cackle? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, that's, that's very good. It's Shiver very me good. timbers on that one. Very good. Good job, Allison. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Allison, thank you. Uh, if you would thank like you. more information, you'll find the Black Hats Society, the Black Hat Society of Historic Irvington on Facebook. And also, if you'd like to know more and want to be a part of this fantastic nonprofit organization, go to blackhatsirv.org. That's it. Allison, thank you. We will see you in Irvington this week. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. (laughs) It's 12-16. We'll take a break. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. It is 1222. On a beautiful Sunday morning, we've got 51 degrees now. Not bad. Colts take on the Browns at 1 o'clock today. Roof is open. Window closed. Woo! 
So if you're headed that direction. Thank you, Kylan. Yeah. Kylan did it. This is all because of Kylan. My pleasure. <laughs> Terry, Stacy, Denny Smith, that is Kylan Tally. And uh, coming up on the 29th, just before the Colts take on the Saints, the sixth annual More Than a Tailgate fundraising event at Crane Bay Event Center. And I had a chance to talk to Courtney Kibble. She's the program director with More Than a Phone. And I asked her to please help us explain this program and how it's helping domestic violence survivors. So More Than a Phone began in 2017. We are a program that partners with domestic violence programs across the country, and we provide them with 40 phones. And each of those phones can be activated as the domestic violence program sees a need for one of their survivors, a need for their connection back into the real world. Um, back into safety or however they utilize the phones. We allow them to utilize the phones in that way. And so then they have four months of unlimited talk, text, and five gigabytes of data for all four months. And then the phone is theirs to keep after that four months. We really have seen um, a massive growth in the past couple of years. We, as I said, we started in 2017 right here in Indianapolis with three pilot domestic violence programs. And just last week, we um, are now in 100 programs across the country. Wow. Do you, Courtney, ever get the opportunity to actually talk with a survivor that has that has received one of the phones and what that phone means to them? We don't ever speak directly to the survivors, but we do hear from the programs that this program has really is life-changing. Not only life-changing, but it can save a life yeah yes absolutely you know how much you use your cell phone and when they when an individual is trying to get back on their feet after going through a traumatic experience they have to get in contact with loved ones that maybe they had not spoken with in the past or their child's teacher or even just filling out an application for a new job it all is on that smartphone so it really is a lifeline for them to get back on their feet and it's because it's free it allows them to um, have that grace period of not having to pay their their cell phone bills so more than a tailgate and what can we do to to be a part of it absolutely so it is a really fun event it happens right before a colts game this year it's before the colts take on the saints and it's right across the street from lucas oil stadium and we have tailgate gourmet food we have fun signature cocktails we have um a band this year, My Yellow Rickshaw, and then we have awesome um, live and silent auction items that will be up for bidding. And if anyone would like to do, ha- get tickets, they can visit our website, www.morethanaphone.org. And if they want to bid on the auction items, they can find that there as well. That is, again, Courtney Kibble, Program Director with More Than a Phone. You're listening to The First Day. Terry, Stacy, Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. And coming up, Tenoria Askew and Candace Boyd. They have a podcast called Black Girls Eating. And they're going to be hosting a free event with food historian Michael Twitty at the upcoming Spirit and Place Festival. We've got details on how to get those freebies. Also, speaking of food, we've got food news in the next half hour, we Kylan. We certainly do. We'll be talking Circle Spark Fest, which is coming up next weekend, which is Paris with Ube Fest. We talked about that in a previous show. Remember what an Ube is? 
the purple yams. Purple yams! Oh, yeah. Is that what's coming uh-huh. up? You and think? then our tasting, a little spoiler and teaser for you, will revolve around National Apple Day. That was yesterday. Okie doke! That's coming up after today's top stories, right here on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Afternoon to you. We've got a Colts game coming up in just about 30 minutes at Lucas Oil Stadium. It's a beautiful day for doing whatever you're doing today, and there's plenty to do, that's for sure. Lots of events that are happening around uh, central Indiana. It is uh, 51 degrees, headed to a high of about 57 degrees today. So if you're headed out, just uh, remember, but the sun is shining and it looks good. We might have a little frost, Danny. Oh, yes, we might. And uh, that means your tender vegetation, like your little flowers and the hostas are about shot anyway, but you might want to cover them. Don't cover them with plastic. Cover them with an old bed sheet or some cloth because if you cover them with plastic, that'll freeze the leaves or it could really harm the leaves. But, yeah, get something over the top. But more garbage bucket, a, you know, pail or something. Okay. But, it, boy, the warm temperatures are coming. We've got 70s this week. Yeah, Kylan? If you're also spending time outside just collecting leaves, maybe, raking your yard, you can keep them and then get rid of them November 6th through December 1st. There will be some leaf collecting in Mar- Marion County. Okay. So. That's Kylan, when they don't start. You, don't you think it's interesting? They don't want you to put them in paper bags like what we used to do. They want you to put them in plastic yep, bags. plastic I think that's weird, but Very you know, interesting. I thought the paper would disintegrate and you know, rot out, but what yeah, we... no, you're right, Denny. Yeah, they, they want them plastic. You could get rid of up to forty bags of leaves at a time, and you just have to leave them with your trash by seven a.m. If you burn them, though, in Uh-oh. Marion County, twenty five hundred dollar fine. How twenty five hundred dollars? It's a big one. Uh, gosh, it is almost over. It's really almost November. Uh, Spirit and Place Festival is coming up November 2nd through the 12th. And uh, this is kind of neat. It is uh, the, the theme this year is Nourish. And the Spirit and Place Festival is going to be hosting a culinary historian and author, Michael Twitty. And Tenoria Askew and Candace Bo- Boyd, they are hosts of Black Girl Eating Podcast. They are going to host this event for the Closing Public Conversation. It's going to be free. I had a chance to talk to their ladies. And I asked Tenoria, because these ladies, are pretty cool um, about how they became friends, these two. Yeah, it feels like we've known each other forever. Um, but we actually met through Candace's cousin, who I went to church with. When I was on the show Master Chef, um, her cousin had Candace send me some of her spices from her delicious spice line. And we connected on social media that way. She cheered me on. And then it was actually a couple of years later that we actually met in person and just decided that we were going to be in each other's lives forever. And we have had really, really cool opportunities to moderate discussions together, sit on panels together. And we decided, let's take this show on the road and make it our own thing. And that's that's really how Black Girls Eating came to life. And we are just friends first and business partners second. And it works. It, it just works. works. Candace, why do you think the two of you connected? 
Well, like she shared, uh, my cousin connected us, and I really did root her on so much on MasterChef, so much so that I got blocked by one of the show's creators because I was like, Carrie <laughs> got robbed. Um, but I we have a great chemistry. Um, we both love food, and we both love connecting food and people. And so I think that's why when listeners listen to our podcast, they see that not only is our connection authentic and real, but we really do care about the topics that we share on our show. It's like listening to a couple of girlfriends. It really is. It's just very comfortable, and yet you learn so much, and you meet inspiring people, and it's just it's it's just so fantastic. And I'm white, so <laughs> I hope it's okay. Um, oh, absolutely, <laughs> broad range of listeners. We have a a great diverse group of listeners, and every person says, "I just feel like I'm sitting at the kitchen table with you," and that's yeah. our goal. When I started reading about your backgrounds and learning and listening about the two of you on on the podcast, Candice, you said that. You your dream is to own an inn where you can feed people, and you'd also like to own a library. Are you close? I'm not close, but I've actually okay. funny you say that. I've actually met a few librarians who are like, we can make this happen. Like this is not <laughs> yeah. as hard as it is. Okay, Tenoria, you said that you'd also like to own an inn for retreats. <laughs> you'd like to author a cookbook that would be a love letter to your ancestors, and you'd like to host an old school Julia Childs type cooking show. And you did yes. the, you did the cookbook, right? I did do the cookbook. This one is definitely um, my cookbook staple plus five. It absolutely pays homage to my mom and my grandmother and all of the women who taught me how to cook. There's still a cookbook in me burning. That is the love letter to my grandmother. But I definitely think that Staples plus five was the first book for my culinary library in my Gilmore Girl style in. Absolutely. Awesome. That is so great. Tenoria, also personal chef, a food blocker, social justice activist, and uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay said that you make the best shrimp and grits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Candace, food blogger and creator of the handcrafted spice blends you mentioned. Are you still doing that? I am. I am. It's one of my favorite things to do. I like to tell people that I'm going to season the masses so they can actually get it um, at my website or um, locally at Gusta Market, at Cleo's Bodega, at Trachetti's, at Smoking Goose. Um, I love to partner with small businesses just because I feel like small businesses make our world go around and it, mm-hmm. it helps um, you know, form unique connections and inspiring connections. And so that's kind of that's kind of my jam is working with small businesses. But you can always get it at my website. I know, Candace that you and Tenoria were thinking about the podcast in 2018. But when did Black Girls Eating actually launch and what did you want it to be? Black Girls Eating launched in 2021. We actually officially made it a plan in 2020 and then the pandemic hit and it gave us an opportunity to really put a lot of thought into making sure it was a quality podcast from the very beginning. And it launched in 2021, and we have had some of the most amazing opportunities to talk to some really, really, really awesome guests. And um, I love National and local. Yeah, national and local. So it's yeah. not just indie people. It's all over. Don't you think everybody has a story to tell if you just take a minute to talk to them? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And oftentimes that's done by sitting down over a beverage or food. You know, Tenor, you, you said that this podcast in the beginning, that was a labor of love and celebration and culture and sisterhood. What do you hope a listener gets out of listening to you and Candace? Oh, I always hope that people feel seen and heard. It doesn't matter your race. Like, we are always going to amplify and celebrate 
um, voices of color, but I am, I know for a fact that anyone can listen to black girls eating and feel seen and have a moment where they're like, yeah, girl, me too. I, I connect with that. And so I hope it's a safe place and uh, a place where people feel valued when they listen. And I hope they feel inspired. Most of the people that we interview, they will say that they are just regular everyday people just trying to do what they love. And it turns out to be something great that they're doing. And so I hope that they listen and recognize that you can do it too. Spirit in Place Festival has gotten the word out that you too will be hosting culinary historian and author Michael Twitty for the closing public conversation. You're going to be taping an episode for your Black Girls Eating podcast. But Candace, this is going to be such a cool conversation. What are you looking forward to? This is literally a culmination of Tenori and I's vision boards, visual and and virtual. I mean, we have talked about having Michael Twitty on our show for the you know length of our podcast, and now it's actually happening. So I'm excited to see how he takes the word nourish and shares all that he's done in the culinary world. And people are going to be in for a treat just to hear his story and to hear his thoughts around food and what it feels to be creative and it feels to be a black creative in a world that is so dominated mm-hmm. by the races. So I'm so excited that people will get to hear his story, but also that I get to moderate this conversation with my, one of my closest friends and my sister in food. It is literally a, a dream. It's a dream come true. Tenoria, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Meeting someone like Michael Twitty is a, a personal bucket list item for me. So it's definitely like a check mark for me, but to have the opportunity to celebrate him and really give him his flowers and appreciate him and tell the, tell the local community about him, people who are not in the food space, um, because there's so many different religions uh, celebrated and recognized with spirit in place who may not know much about food, but maybe they know about their faith and that's what's bringing them to the event. And so to be able to expose him and have that opportunity, that's a big deal that we get to do that. I agree. So I'm just really honored to be able to do that. You know, learning about food history and the importance Mm -hmm. of going back and pulling from your ancestry and knowing the what behind your why, that is one of the first questions that we're going to come out with out the gate. We always start out our podcast with a first question asking when someone fell in love with the topic at hand or the passion that they're pursuing. And so it will definitely be something along the lines of, Michael, when did you fall in love with XYZ? To hear him express that, if you've read any of his books, I know that however he expresses that is going to be powerful. It's going to be so great that you can register for this free event and to join the audience of this live podcast recording. It'll be on Sunday, November 12th from 4.30 to 6.30. It's going to be at the AMP. I believe you go to spiritandplace.org. Free tickets, spiritandplace.org. Get them right now. And then if you want to hear the podcast, I suggested blackgirlseating.com for the episodes. Blackgirlseating.com or anywhere. You can listen to podcasts, any platform. Tenoriastable.com to get the book for Staples Plus 5 cookbook. Yes, you can go to Tenoriastable.com. You can also get it anywhere cookbooks are sold. And then foodlovetog.com. Is that where we find you, Candace? That's correct. Or you can also stop by Smoking Goose, Goose to Market, and Cleo's Bodega. Tenoria Askew and Candace Boyd. We appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing you on the 12th. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's 1244. 
Food news coming up next on 93 WIBC. Stop trying to scare me. I'm a tender-hearted soul. It's Denny's tender. It's spooky season. It's I spooky. hate spooky season. I love this. Oh, listen, this is the part that scares me. <laughs> Oogie Boogie did scare me a whole lot. And when his candy was falling out his tummy. <laughs> listen, we want to mention to you, because honestly, I do, I do love stories about hearing about hauntings. One in six of you say that you've been haunted. You're living in a haunted house. Next week, just before Halloween, this very same time, we would love to hear your hauntings and your stories of scary stories. We just want to, Can and I hope you'll participate. Why don't we listen to We'll him. kick it off with Sammy Terry. <laughs> Sammy Terry, won, he's been uh, checking in, too. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. Sammy Terry, what's his website? If you're a Sammy Terry friend, friend of Sammy like me, SammyTerry.com. One in six yeah. think they have been haunted. Have yeah, a they've had an experience to share. And I, and I know a lot of people don't want to share them. Yesterday on the Home and Garden Show, several of you did, and I loved it to hear your story. So we're going to do that next week here on the first day. Hope you'll participate. Hope you'll be back with us. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for food news. You have, you have been tight-lipped on this one, Missy. <laughs> Denny is so good at teasing on the tasting, so I kept it quiet this whole time. We'll get to that in just a moment. Some food news before you before we get to our tasting. Mm. Chicken Scratch Indy had their grand opening this past week. Oh, I want to go. I. It looks so good. Their fried chicken. Yeah. Mm. Check them out while you're downtown for the Colts game right over by Dick's Last Resort on Maryland Street. Good. Glad Taco here. Bell, they're testing out a new item in Indianapolis. Did you see about that? Uh-uh. No. So far, it's only in Indianapolis. What? Don't know if it'll be brought into other restaurants, but the cheesy street chalupas can only be found in some of the participating locations here in central Indiana. So check cheesy it out. Cheesy chalupa. I feel pretty special. We, yeah. Us being a test market, we never get to be a test Not market. Cheesy chalupa, that's like holy guacamole. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's compared to one of their quesadillas. Cheesy so chalupa. I'm pretty excited. I thought about that being our tasting, but maybe some other time. Okay. This leads us to our deals for the week. Taco Bell will be offering free breakfast tacos this Tuesday, the 24th. No purchase necessary. It only worked for me last week as an online purchase, though. So make sure you download the app, make an account, and just do it as a virtual delivery yeah and it's whatever. free yeah it was a very good taco and then a final week to take advantage of that cc's pizza adult buffet for only 4.99 yeah. on monday and tuesday two last days i did it last week wow was you know it, what? Was it's it not good? bad i love their dessert I do too. pizza that's the, what i go for the cinnamon and the i mean it's really good Delicious. it really is for four dollars 4.99 4.99 that's like it used to be in the olden days for cc's pizza buffet mm-hmm. i will say if you do try to take advantage of that they had me pull up the coupon on their website it's really simple just go to the cc's pizza website and the coupon's right there but make sure you do have that or else they will charge you charge All right, you full Kyle price. and Tally, we got okay. four minutes to go. Okay. What do we got here? It's National Apple Day yesterday. And <laughs> it, Denny's never had apple butter before. Oh, so, I've had. No, no, no. I've had apple butter. Well, you haven't had this one. Beasley's mm. Orchard. Am I allowed to eat now? Yes, please. This is from Beasley's? It is. I went oh. apple picking and got some apple butter. 
And mm. it's mm. funny what people say about apple mm. butter. They talk about it like it's the unofficial condiment of fall. It's the applesauce on mm. steroids. This is wonderful. It's very it's fun. It's perfect. She has cut a nice little biscuit for us, a little fat boy biscuit of maybe three inches. And Kyla, did a- you, are you going to eat? Yes, yeah, I okay. ate one. Yep. That's so good. What I grew up with apple butter, and we would always put it on crackers, but I really love it on biscuits. Mm. So I went ahead and mm. made some Pillsboro butter flaky biscuits and added That's some good. apple butter this on top really of it. That's really good. You can have it on the side and dip mm. the biscuit into it, or else just have it on top. There's on nothing like, like I don't know if you've ever had this, Kylan, but if you've ever had a fried biscuit, well, you would take this Pillsbury dough biscuit and you just drop it in oil. Oh. It fries up, and then you, I mean, this is kind of a big deal. Um, Jug's Catering, if you're out at the track, and you've ever had fried biscuits and chicken, The oh, so good. I remember them down in Brown County. Everybody had fried biscuits mm-hmm. down in Brown County. Mm-hmm. This, this I'm going to have really to have good. you try one of those fried biscuits yes, with please. this apple butter, and you'll just, It reminds perfect. me of the fried dough that they have at Chinese buffets, that mm. type. Okay, final thing for Good. you. Thank you, Circle Kat. Spark Fest is coming up this next weekend. It's a two-day fall festival on the 28th and 29th. It's from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day, and it's free to attend. There's going to be lots of fun music, pumpkin carving, making pottery, and plenty more. Is it in the same location where Spark is right now? It is, yep, just right here on the quadrant, right outside of our radio stations. Okay. Some different organizers are helping make it happen. Big Car collaborative and downtown indie of course but they're teaming up with ube fest this year that's the purple yam Mm -hmm. and they had a midwest ube fest previously during the summer and it's an event all about the tasty purple yam often in desserts and filipino cuisine and we got to try some of that and so i'll share that interview with the head organizer uh, james oreste we don't have time for it today but i'll share that on the Facebook page and on the podcast. Kai, so didn't we have an athlete it. here in Indianapolis named Uwe Blob? <laughs> we did. Was yeah, he named he after blob. a purple <laughs> yam? <laughs> well, thankfully, I think it's, I don't know. He's that Uwe. With a v? He's with Uwe. A v or a B? Uwe. Yeah, he's okay. a V, and this is with a B. Uwe, yes. Hmm. U-V-E. Yeah. Very interesting, though, and a pretty educational conversation, so I'd love to share that with you at some point. So go to Facebook page, First Day with Terry Stacy, and put those notifications on so you can catch out on the And try some of this apple butter that comes from Beasley Orchard out on 36. It's good. It's delicious. Hendricks County. Mm -hmm. And listen, if uh, Ethan Hatcher ever says, hey, can I make you some salmon? Oh, Oh. please. He brought us some salmon last week. Ethan Hatcher, you hear him on Saturday nights. Um, He, that was phenomenal. I've never had as good a salmon at any expensive restaurant than what he brought to us, Mm -hmm. which he cooked in a... I believe he did. Iron skillet. Iron skillet. Mm -hmm. And it was fantastic. And thanks again, Ethan, for that. Just want to mention a couple things. If you are wanting to do something today, the 8th Annual Eagle Creek Park Owl Fest is today. Uh, It runs until 5 o'clock. They open up the doors here in just about five minutes out at the Eagle Creek Ornithology Center. So it's it's beautiful. Nicely done, Owl Intimidator. Imitator. (laughs) <laughs> it's the apple imitator. butter. Oh, my gosh. It's um, so good. And as you're coming through Circle Center Mall today until 6 p.m. after the Colts game, they've got 25. They've got uh, Circle Center Mall Small Business Showcase. And they've got a 25 or more local small businesses with one-of-a-kind handcrafted jewelry, apparel, candles, all kinds of stuff there. They're on the second floor, and that's uh, so you can support local and discover something new maybe while you're there those local small business owners at Small Business Showcase at The Circle. All right. Listen, everybody, thank you all so much for joining us. Have a great week ahead. Thank you, Kylan. Thank you, Denny Paul. And go Colts. Today's top story is next. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. <laughs> 